0: Thanks for listening to the Roman Circus Podcast, a weekly dive into death-defying discussions of Catholic culture, tradition, and history. I'm Matt Baker, and joining me is one-time Catholic Twitter icon, now defunct Catholic Twitter user, Zach Mabry. Zach, what's up, bro?
1: Not too much. Just uh, the, um, the Twitter cravings haven't kicked in yet, but we'll We'll see.
0: I had to say bro because I've been watching the Winter Olympics and I've been watching a lot of snowboarding and I just feel like saying bro now, or bruh.
1: I I seriously wonder where some of the Winter Olympic events came from. Like, the likelihood of dying in one of those events is significantly higher than in the Summer Olympics.
0: Oh, it's... Sure,
1: it's got to be.
0: I just... One of the guys snowboarding tonight thrashed as they would say his knee just crushed his knee because he they're doing the half pipe and he came down on top of the half pipe and it was not good wow yeah it was so- it, it was uh it was kind of scary if you're scared and want to tweet us about it you could tweet us at roman circus pod I'm at hey, it's Matt Baker. Zach is at Zach Mabry, Z A C Mabry. He is off Twitter for Lent, so you will just be tweeting into a void. Email us, podcast at RomanCircusBlog.com. Find us on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play. Rate and review if you feel so inclined. Um, were you going to say something, Zach, before I went on that rant of getting the business out of so. the way?
1: I don't think so, but I, I do want to get, I want to hear from everyone more. We, we see everybody listening and we see you downloading the podcast, but we don't hear from some of you. So, we, you know, interact with us, talk to us, tell us what you like, what you want to hear. We're, uh, we do have a lot of topics we're excited to talk about, but we're also open to suggestions. So, you know, we want this to be fun and yeah, shout at us.
0: Yeah. <laughs> shout. Okay, so big news out here in Los Angeles. You ready for it?
1: Tell me about I've been waiting for this, but you were like, you've got to hear it live on air.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So the mass I go to I go the the FSSP is out here in LA and they've been out here for about a little over three years. So the FSSP is the order dedicated to the extraordinary form of the mass you have you have the fssp out there with at modern day yes i'm not i'm not telling you that i'm telling everyone else that you of course know because you go there
1: but yes now of course our parish predates the the phrasing extraordinary form but um you know who's who's keeping score
0: wait what okay fine whatever (laughs) um uh so they have been using, they've been lucky enough to use St. Victor's out in West Hollywood. It's a lovely, it's a beautiful church. Have you been, you've been there? Oh yeah, I, I took you there last time you were in town.
1: Yes, last time I went uh, was just barely over, or it was actually a little bit over a year ago because it was on the, uh, yeah, because they did the lightsaber candle blessing yeah, it of was, the throats.
0: Yeah, it was great. So they have been fortunate enough to use this lovely church, but the goal has always been for the FSSP to have their own church in Los Angeles and they've finally found one, Zach.
1: They found there was just a church laying around?
0: We 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 were all just driving around one day, minding was our own bit, mind, no, minding our own business, thinking of like tacos and hamburgers and stuff. And lo mm-hmm. and behold what do we run into literally with our cars an abandoned church. Um so anyway what really happened is Father Friar who is the main priest out here for the FSSP I don't know if I've mentioned him before but he kind of he had a plan and he kind of realized that he had to tinker his plan a little bit so he basically found a a a nice it's a it's a smaller it's a smaller church but it's a nice size for the community and we're going to go in there and bash it up a bit and turn it into an amazing fssp paradise so it's it's out in the valley san fernando valley uh, which is north of north of hollywood north of where the saint victor's is now Mhm it, it's a nice kind of suburban location ish but it's uh yeah, it's gonna be good it's it used to be a jehovah's witness, what do they call it? do they call it a church or do what do they call uh, their thing a hive yeah a con- um, no, i don't I don't conf- know what they're called a conference center it's way it is inside is a little tacky father fryer will be listening to this but he knows he knows that it is but the good part is is we're gonna tear down all the tack and put up uh non-tack non-tack is the uh actual it's what it. that's the uh i'm losing my words here zach
1: yes you're wanting it to be a space that is uh um notable for its decorum and its suitability for uh offering the the bloodless representation of Calvary on a daily
2: basis that's, yes,
0: that's exactly what I was going to say. We were in there Saturday, and I was we were bashing up some of the tile to see if there's wood underneath it because there's some the the altar as it stands right now is not really a great altar, so or steps up to the altar, I should say. So those have to be redone. So we were kind of bashing things up a little, having having a little fun. And whenever like you
1: three steps, or is it something else?
0: No, it's so it went from uh, the Jehovah's Witness place to mm-hmm. actually to an Eastern Right church. So oh, okay, so it's it it's currently in a Catholic state. But the Eastern rite, they had t- this rite had two altars, so they would mm-hmm. do the beginning at the one altar, and then they would, when it came time for the consecration, they would have a curtain that they would cover up the second altar. So it's kind of dual platformy. Uh, oh, okay. And there's no altar rail that they have to install at some point. So, so yeah, it's it's good. It's nice. Nice for the f s s p that they finally have a space that they can call their own because it it was uh it was tough having to share a church even though the priests at St Victor's had been great this entire time so yeah that's the big that's the big news out here
1: that's awesome We'll have to um I'm sure online we can probably find uh where to donate and we can maybe share that in case any of our you know listeners want to contribute to. Uh, a new a new parish building to support. Uh, do, I mean, I guess I'd always thought of it as I had just been calling it Saint Victor's because that's where y'all meet. But what, is there a name for your your parish community right now?
0: Uh, so it it's going to be Saint Genesius. So oh,
1: awesome! The patron saint of of actors.
0: Yes, actually. So it that's the reason. There's no. There's actually no Saint Genesius Church that we could find record of in the United States, so we, Father Fryer figured the should probably appeal to the patron saint of actors out here in Hollywood, and it's it's been good. It's a good uh, it's a good decision. It, we're going to be lucky enough to have someone. One of our friends out here, Angelo, is going to do a sketch of St. Genesius and we're going to actually be able to get a 3D-printed statue. Oh, so man. For the stat, put the statue in the church and then there'll be different sizes that we can sell them as, you know, little, little in-home statues.
1: Yes. If there's any space for uh, even just like a gift shop, you should totally do it because we have one at our parish and it's always selling out of stuff and it's you know it's handy because you know it's hard to find catholic books uh unless you have like a church goods store nearby or like a catholic gift shop right um i mean because you, you can't just walk into barnes and noble and find um you know the dogma of hell or, or something <laughs> yeah. like that it's li- you know or liberalism is a sin or any of those books mm-hmm. like you might find I, I know that the the cool the awesome uh, the Catholic Hipster Handbook. They're in Barnes and Noble now, which is kind of cool for um, Tommy and all that. But you know, a lot of works by saints are not are not in you know bookstores, and so. Uh, but having one in your parish is kind of neat because people can buy their books while they're there. Um, you know, if, if Father quotes from a book in a homily, you can throw the. book. I mean, not to not to make this tip hour, but our parish bookstore has been awesome. Um, it's it's. I have to not go in there, or I spend too much money.
0: Yeah, it's. Yeah, that'll. Hopefully, there'll be something like that that they can offer here. You can, you can go to fssp.la to donate and to kind of read up on what's going on, or it helps you learn about what the FSSP is. And uh, yeah, so it's a good it's a good little asset to have. Speaking of that, uh huh, that's what we're going to talk about today. Zach is how like some good technology and good good ways to use tech to our advantage in a Catholic. Yes,
1: though so I just want to interject because okay. this was a a quick speaking of. Uh, you said L.A. and I was thinking about California. Um, not sure if everyone who's listening to this uh, heard that the House of Representatives uh the representative from California um the the renowned if you will Nancy Pelosi um delivered a sort of fake filibuster because that's not a thing in the House but you just kind of talk for a long time to right. to delay votes and it's it's a thing both parties do it's it's interesting
0: sure. um
1: but in her in her speech she encouraged people to pray the rosary and so uh it was it was pretty neat the way she said it. I've got the quote in front of me. If I can, uh, I don't know if you guys ever do have a million tabs open, but
0: oh yeah, I have a ton.
1: Oh good. So she uh, she was speaking for um, uh, the three and a half million um, illegal aliens referred to as Dreamers. Right. Um, is what she was speaking about. And she, this is something she's very concerned about and was encouraging people to be concerned. And so she said, I thought maybe we could say the rosary on the floor of the house.
0: Okay. So not
1: just... which. Okay, yeah, that would be awesome. Sure. She said, not just five decades, the full rosary, all of the mysteries of the rosary, that's 15 decades of the rosary. And I think that that's just awesome that she said that. And I think everybody should... Should pray all fifteen decades of the Rosary uh, for the dreamers, and um i'll I'm gonna try to do that over the next few days and and, uh, and
0: pray for Nancy Pelosi while you're at it.
1: yes, um pray for Nancy Pelosi. I always think about how um you know, I mean it's no secret that that some, that her stances are are not what the church um, it has clearly taught on certain issues, right, but um, I've always thought that that there was something likable, I don't know, I think that she's funny. And I think that that if if she just opened her mind a little bit to what you know the church has taught, uh, she would be just an excellent um, witness. So um, you know, obviously, you, you can't witness if you're if you don't if you don't hold all of the articles of the faith. But um, if she did, then you know, I mean, I feel like she'd be she could be Saint Nancy Pelosi tomorrow. I mean, not not Saint. Uh, she could be future Saint Nancy Pelosi.
0: Nancy Pelosi of tomorrow. Yeah, no, that's uh, I I would hope that she was saying it to actually do it and not just to say it as a thing to eat up more time to do her uh, filibuster. Although it would be pretty amazing if she just decided to pray 15 decades of the rosary in the middle of her filibuster to eat up time.
1: Yeah, I mean obviously our our lady can work with with anything and so you know I I'm sure that there I'm sure that there are potentially uh, members of the House of Representatives uh who are in the state of grace and so you know there would be some merit sh- I mean surely maybe um
0: one can but, only hope
1: I mean there's like 500 and whatever or 435 so mm-hmm. surely there's one or two but um the <laughs>
0: I, like I mean, it's a, it is
1: a. Well, I mean, I, I don't want to. It's not judging anyone particularly. It's just you. You hear a lot of stories about it being like a just a cesspool up there. So, you know, we just should pray for all of them, and they're all smart people. So they could easily find their way to. You don't have to be smart to be Catholic, but uh, if you are smart, then there's no excuse to not be Catholic. <laughs> um, So they'll they'll all make it. A bit. You know, well, they've got the the ingredients at least. Um. So yeah, I thought that was neat though, and so some good news out of California uh she's promoting all fifteen mysteries of the Rosary um, I think that's basically it also uh I, I don't know if you saw, but I made the chimney today my tweet this morning,
0: oh yeah Or was well, the one? tweet was
1: it it was so uh um it was my tweet for the anniversary of uh Pope Benedict's announcement and You know, I just talked about I had just come into the church, you know, less than a year prior. I woke up to a text from my my mom actually saying, did you hear about the pope? And I I thought that that he had died. Um, And then the real news was was much more bizarre. Um, And so then I I tweeted just some of the the statements because it it was very at the time. It's like you kind of knew what was happening, but it was also confusing because the statements just didn't make sense. I mean, you know, one of them. Uh, that I tweeted out was like, St. Benedict, whose name I bear as Pope, will be a guide for me. I mean, it was all like future-looking, and it was like, well, are you quitting or not, buddy? Um, so it, it was bizarre. And so that was what I had mentioned, though, is that it was just a strange thing, and I, I had first thought, you know, sadly, that, that he had died. So that made the chimney. Um but I was going to say on the chimney is that a lot of us are are off Twitter for Lent. So one, if you're out there listening and your tweets are not so hot, now's your chance to still make the chimney because the competition is thinning out tomorrow, or today depending on when this gets posted. But uh, Lent is your time to shine if you're a mediocre tweeter let's just say.
0: I'm going to shine so much. Shine bright like a diamond, Zach.
1: Are you going to make it as, as Matt Baker or as from the the podcast Twitter
0: I'm really trying to get this podcast Twitter thing going my per my personal Twitter is uh, I can never tell what it is like I, I don't know I don't there's no running theme to my personal Twitter so I don't know I, I, I want the Roman circus podcast thing po, uh, to be a thing
1: my favorite tweet that you've done is the one about priest cookies I, I was like I need a look at all these different moral manuals and figure out if it's a sin to, to throw away priest cookies.
0: So, um, yeah, Father Friar came by to do the, the house blessing, the epiphany blessing on my humble apartment, and he brought with him some cookies that he had been given, and he said, these are yours now. And I said, well, I don't know if I want all these because you didn't want all these. So, yeah, I ended up actually eating a, a bunch of them. Which is okay, I guess.
1: What kind were they?
0: Like wafer cookies? Like uh chocolate covered wafers basically. Oh, okay. I was
1: like, wait, wafers like what are these? I was like, these weren't communion hosts, were they?
0: No, no, no. Uh-oh. yeah, not You know you know what I, like those flaky those are wafer cookies, right?
1: I, I'm I'm at a loss. I don't I don't think you've given me enough to to picture it. Flaky cookies
0: yeah wafers all
1: see. right guys if you know what he's <laughs> referring to i i clearly can't get a clue but um, yeah so you mentioned the topic we're going to chat about <laughs> yeah. uh Let's resources resources for the technically inclined catholic um apps and online stuff and obviously this can't be like a fully exhaustive list because one, there's new stuff coming out. Mm-hmm. And two, I mean, we've only got the time that we have. And, you know, the inter- the wide, wide world of web has has a lot of stuff in it by now.
0: Right, and one thing that can be helpful is remember when we talked about Lent way, way, way last week ago, The one of the things about giving up something is to replace it with something good. Not that what you're giving up isn't good, but you, you know, if you're if you're reading people magazine constantly and you give that up, you replace it with reading Fulton Sheen in Touch Weekly. Yeah, oh. in Touch Weekly, exactly. Just kidding. So this can be helpful if you're always on your phone looking at Twitter and you feel the urge to tweet, but you gave it up, why not go to one of these apps and do the liturgy of the hours or something like that. Yeah, so, definitely. So the this is a good, you know, this isn't supposed to be a crutch, but if it's a good thing, then it's not necessarily a crutch unless you're staring at Lidate instead of feeding your child.
1: Yeah, don't do that. Always feed your child. Right. Um, that's my motto. But, <laughs> yeah, this, let's, you know, have, let's claim your phone for Christendom. And uh you know, I think that's a good it's you know, charge up your phone with some grace. And then when you're stuck there in the line at the grocery store or whatever, you can just, you know, peep down and 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 you know, throw out the divine praises.
0: That's right. Boom.
1: So you already mentioned Ladate and I feel like we need to start there because again, we could do I don't know, a whole series on how much stuff it lives inside of Ladate. Mhm. Um, it's it's spelled L-A-U-Date. Uh, so Laudate. Laudate. And I think, so it's available because you don't, you have an Android, right?
0: I have an Android.
1: Okay. And then I have an iPhone. Um, and so it's available on both platforms and it's free. Mm-hmm. And so uh, you can go and download it and literally, I mean, they just jam-pack it with more things. Looking at it, it's got um, the the daily readings yes. um, that you can go to. There are, within the daily readings, a whole bunch of daily meditations that they've kind of linked to it to stream. Um, it's got, you know, I mean, the whole... I mean, right now I'm looking inside daily readings. It's got the whole uh, rubrics of the mass. I mean, literally starting from, um, you know, uh, I will go and uh, I will go in unto the altar of God to God to give a joy to my youth. And then, you know, just dropped right in it are the readings for that um, feast. So, you know, today is it was about Tuesday of uh, Quinquagesima week, or you know, the day before Ash Wednesday. And so, you know, it's just right in there, ready for you to read and it's got the Latin that you'd be hearing at mass on one side and then the, the English on the other side. Right. So, um, that's nice. That, like you, I mean, at our parish, it's not in any way taboo to, to use your uh, device to follow along during mass. Um,
0: yeah, no, I've seen, personally, I've seen, I don't I've seen people that. do that.
1: Yeah. I mean, people bring their tablets. I mean, obviously like dial down the light if it's bright, but people do it and it doesn't, I don't know, it, it doesn't really, uh, it, it, it's just not an issue. You know, you'd think it'd be strange seeing a bunch of people without with their electronics out, but no one seems to mind. I mean, obviously, I would, I'd I recommend, you know, put on silent, of course, turn off, vibrate, because those are, are much louder than you think, and uh, use the do not disturb thing so that you're not getting, you know, notifications. Um, right. You know, this is your chance to get push notifications from God, so...
0: Ooh. Um, Ooh. Yeah, well, we'll
1: add that to the, what that the heavenly 401k is as like list of dorkiest things I've said um but yeah so um it's got daily readings uh it's got the divine office slash the uh liturgy of the hours for each day and so um you know it, you open it up and it's got got all the hours um mm. You know the one that I recommend trying out is the mid-morning one called Prime, uh, because you get to read the the martyrology, and so I like that you are uh, you know touching base. It's a good to just think about all the saints. Mostly they're listed on the day that they died, which is their heavenly birthday. Right. But like looking at today's, oh, and you read it slightly ahead, which is which is weird but cool. So it's like um, it's it'll it'll load the day correctly, but you know it's like you're doing the. The next day's list, so you know, at Rome, martyr Crato, who was baptized by Blessed Valentine, uh, Bishop of Terni in Umbria, along with his wife and his whole house, and no long while after, he and they together attained unto martyrdom in the year two seventy three. Um, you know, it's just a great way to start out the day. We, because of martyrdom and, and the church's, uh, you know, encouragement that we have. Uh, What's, what's the term i'm going blank but the the death reminders the skull thing that everyone's memento mori yeah yeah that we you know that we keep our death in mind um it's neat to look at you know the martyrs cuz it'll say you know so and so um you know chopped into with an axe <laughs> and um you know it's a great way to go out into the day you know bearing the the love of god in your in your soul by by being reminded of of all the holy men and women who who have gone before and of, of kind of our, you know, universal calling to, to some type of martyrdom, even either to, you know, just ourselves and our, our, our appetites or, you know, the full on head chopping version. Right. Whatever your vocation may be. Um, let's see anything else in this one that you want to highlight
0: for LaDate? Yeah. It has a great confession app in it, so if you're if you're kind of worried about if you've missed something in your in your examination of conscience or if you're coming back to confession for the first time in a while and you're kind of nervous about it, it has a great great app inside of it it where it lists you know have have you done this have you not done this this and that so you can actually click on it and then you hit the finish button and it gives you a list of all the things that you clicked on so you can just go into confession and rattle those off
1: so i do want to i do want to make a comment on that part okay uh, um one I, I do think yes that's great the examination that's there and especially if you've been away from confession, because I'm telling you, there's people that go on, on like a near daily basis and they've got just surely the most boring sin. I mean, you know, we can't judge, but right. and these people are not committing sins that are interesting people. <laughs> uh, going in and telling a priest, you know, it's been 10 years since my last confession or something. I mean, that is such an affirmation to the priest of their vocation. And I'm telling right. you, you know, don't don't commit any bad sins if you're to this. But if you've already done them, I mean, make a priest day, get straight to confession.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: um, I've even had a priest say, you know, well, if I've never heard of the sin before, I'll do your penance for you, because nice. after a very short amount of time, they have heard everything. There right. are not that many sins, people. Um, so yeah, do that. But I would, I would very strongly discourage people from uh, actually taking their cell phones into the confessional. So there was um, a case okay. a few years so there's a case a few years back where it was actually like a mob boss type guy. Like a, I mean it was a, a guy that was a criminal, but um, the the FBI was investigating him and they were able to to get the dirt they needed on him by tapping into his phone because phones are always listening. That's why you can look at your phone. And, and say, you know, hey, Siri, or okay, Google, or any of that, and it responds. So um, it it is a listening device, phones, Apple Watches, that kind of stuff, I, and that's what enables the features that make these devices awesome. But, you know, because of the seal of the confessional, it just, you know, wouldn't be, be a good idea to take those in. At our parish, it's it's explicitly forbidden, and that's where I, I learned the story, was that, you know, from the pulpit, our priest said there, there are no cell phones in, in the confessional, because um, you know they're, they're listening devices, and then that's that's why phones are awesome, is because they are
0: listening devices. Oh, interesting. Um, so that that's a good point. So use the app and then write it jot all it down. down. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, and I mean, because I used to use the the app, the straight, the standalone app. I don't know that it still exists. Um, Confession, the confessions app. And and take it right into until I learned about this, and so I mean I think that they're helpful and they're handy, um, but that's one place that yeah I mean I would just recommend not bringing the phone. Um, okay, and I, I'm sure your priest will appreciate it because you know they they put a lot on the line to maintain the the seal of the confessional, and so mm. you know not having a, a listening device would probably be something that your priest would would be very thankful for because it, it can really depending on the circumstances um you know really be a frustration with the outside world who you know doesn't really understand the ways of god that that a priest never can reveal what's been said in the confession full stop i mean there's no you know unless it's this nothing because they're you know their only only is to to get us into heaven right um it, it, the confession is not the place for, you know, secular authorities to be gathering information. And, and of course, they can't ever direct a priest to, to do anything, but especially to break the seal of confession. So, you know, it just helps the priest not, I mean, it, it, when that when that mob boss, whatever he did, which is probably terrible, um, when that got uh, picked, you know, that, that priest was clearly there and knew about it and, and didn't report it. And, you know, maybe they respect... Um, the seal of the con- the confessional, or maybe not. I mean, we don't live in a Christian country, uh-huh. so um, anyway, not terrible on that. But uh, you know, just something to think about. And interesting. We also tweeted out another examination of conscience today because Lent's it, it just a great time to to go to confession. So it's, I mean, definitely, definitely um, visit Jesus in the confessional. He is anxiously awaiting you there at, you know, any moment and, you know, make
0: it happen. So another thing I like is it has a place where you can bookmark prayers so you don't have Mm -hmm. to keep searching for them every time, which was helpful because there was some ones that I wanted to memorize a while back. So I was able, instead of having to go through list every time you can just kind of add them to your prayer section which oh, is like simple but it saves a lot of time and then they also have the Douay Rheims version of the bible which, oh yes which is cool it's the it's um it's a little i don't know if tougher to understand is the correct way of phrasing it but it's uh you know it's written in the older english What's
1: so. funny is it gets a bad reputation from the King James Version, which is barely legible
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, yeah. because but because it's old, but it's it's much easier to read than the King James version. The, right. the King James version was um, I mean, a lot historically, uh, a lot of that had to do with what the monarchy wanted. I mean by this point, they had already started the religion of Anglicanism, the it, you know it, 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 it's a political document. the The Douay Reims is scripture. And right. so, um, you know, they wanted to make sure it was accessible to, to people, you know, as literacy spread, because at, at a certain point, one, you couldn't really print things because you needed a, a, you know, a whole convent of people just copying scripture for months to get one Bible.
2: Yeah. But Once they
1: could print things and then people were literate is the other thing, because Latin, English, whatever language people couldn't read any of it. So once that happened, the church was, you know, first out the gate to get something out that people could actually read.
2: Mm-hmm. I, don't,
1: I don't know that the common person could read the King James Version, but I don't think that they cared. Um, I, I think that – but so I think, like, open the Douay Reims, uh, you know, just start reading it. And I, yes, like, it's in elevated language, but it's, it's very um, accessible after – you know, you'll, you'll get comfortable with it.
0: Definitely. My parents' fun story have a like a turn of the century Dewey Rames Bible. It's a giant Bible on in it is it's the Haydock Bible. It's I, the big red one? No, it's not red. Oh. but they have it at the house. They got it as a wedding present, and we were looking through it a couple of years ago. And there's old pictures of a family from. Like the turn of the century and it was it wasn't you know the thin thin photos we have today it was like the actual kind of thick material that they used to put photos on yeah it uh yeah it was kind of creepy because they weren't smiling and it looked i don't know but the bible is really cool
1: it's it's interesting smiling in pictures turns out not a thing until fairly recently right um and so yeah, pictures to me I'm always like, What is this haunted? Like these are ghosts. Yeah. Um
2: and Well, 'cause pictures
0: the... pictures back then they weren't like you having a fun time at this thing. They were more like documented evidence of your existence, basically.
1: Right. Right. That way if you got lost on the Oregon Trail. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding.
0: If you had if you, had have you seen,
2: d- have you seen our daughter,
1: yeah, if you died of you know. Um you know, the, the family Bible thing is neat. If you look in old Bibles, it'll have a section for, like, you know, family births, marriages, et cetera. Right. Um, and, you know, I think that is neat. It would get passed along, and there would be little notes and stuff in it. and um, You know, really cool. Things were not—you you didn't throw as much stuff away back in the day. You also didn't have, buy as much stuff either, so right. your total stuff was still less. But, you, you know, you, you— <laughs> If you had a Bible, it was assumed that you know you'd hand it down. It wasn't just going to stack up at your house and then you know after you pass, your your kids draw straws on who has to go empty out, you know mom's house. It, you passed things along and you cherished those things, right? Um, like that, yeah, like God, people
0: will cherish the Roman Circus podcast for decades to come.
1: Yes, they'll pass these uh, these these wonderful recordings off to their. Uh, their people. Um, let's see. So in here, you've got, like we said, the Douay reams. Uh, there's a lot of Vatican documents, which can be oh, yeah. kind of neat. Um, we actually tweeted today that list of of ones we we recommended people take up during Lent.
2: Yeah, we um, did.
1: They're all like very. I'm telling you, they're all like you will read them, and it's crazy because you're like this. There's no way this is from. 100 years ago they're talking about now like they're how did they predict all this Mm -hmm. and you know i mean they're they're not like i mean obviously nothing demonic like psychics or tarot card readers but they're like uh they could just you know you can see patterns and you can follow it to its conclusion and it it's neat in sort of a sad way but it's neat to see how much insight they had especially considering that people just kind of blew these off a lot of them when they were written they're like what are you talking about that's never going to happen people aren't going to be required to buy you know birth control um so it, it's neat to to check out what the um what the popes have said and obviously near and dear to my heart is the oath against modernism so that's that's in there too so you know take that dream just each morning wake up and raise your right hand and that might be excessive but <laughs> but it, you could be my friend if you did it um yeah, so there's a new nice section here. So that's Ladate, um L A U D A T E. Uh and it's you know, it's it's good. Download it. Now, Ladate's sibling, which I, you do have to pay for, it. it's like a dollar or two dollars. You ready for this one, Matt? I I was you know, just do you have that
0: one? I was just looking at it. I don't think I had to pay for it. Huh. Did I well? Did I do something wrong, Zach?
1: Maybe it's free for Android, which is, I mean, you know, face value, just racist. But uh, <laughs> I, I don't know.
0: This is a this is a great compliment to Lidate because this has the Baltimore Catechism in it. It does. It also so has. It's, sorry.
1: Oh no! Go ahead.
0: It also has Butler's lives of the saints, which is a pretty awesome book. It, it just kind of go, it goes through all the saints and the holy days, like the saints of the day, basically.
1: Nice. Um, it's also got a, a less, a catechism that sort of gets brushed, brushed over in history that I, I couldn't recommend more strongly to everyone. I mean, it's, so it's uh, it's listed in here as the Catechism of Saint Pius the It was also published as um, uh, Christian Doctrine, Catechism of Christian Doctrine. So um, the f- the first universal catechism of the Church that you know sets the standard for for all future catechisms, past, present, you know, even in two hundred years from now, the the standard bearer that all catechisms are compared to is the Roman Catechism. Um, it holds that place because it was first, right, and then um now obviously it's still good and uh, you know a lot of people read that every week because it's got a it's split up by what the gospel is at mass so that you can read the whole thing in a year but then um five piouses later five centuries and five piouses later or is four centuries uh pious the 10th published a a neat little catechism Um, Christian Doctrine, uh, obviously not to replace the Roman Catechism, that's never been the intention of any subsequent Catechism, Um, but this one, it's a question and answer, similar to um, the Baltimore Catechism, but uh, it's for the Universal Church, and it's got some just great um, I guess just like formulations, you know, it says things so succinctly, Mm -hmm. and it's clear, it talks about, you know, Adam and Eve, and angels, and the Church, and, you know, uh incredible section on confession and how to do that but in uh in IPA talk, and you'll have to tell me if this is a thing on on Android you can download the audio and uh, for the uh, the catechism of pious intent
0: uh i think so i'm looking here maybe maybe i don't maybe i don't get that because i didn't pay for it
1: well maybe i don't know if it's part of the yeah if, if there's like a light version and a full version that could be it okay. um but it's neat because it you know the guy's got a you know just a reader voice like a new book and you just hear you know question one are you a christian yes i am a christian by the grace of god question two why do you say by the grace of god i say by the grace of god because you know yada 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 and you know the 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 church at different times, I would say, obviously around the council of Trent and then around the turn of the, so going into the 20th century, Mm -hmm. right. When Pius X was there has taken great care to very clearly express, um, the teachings of, of the faith, right. Um, out of charity to, to all the people. And that's, you can see where the church being a mother, um, you know, will always the, the sainted popes, the ones that we, you know, that we, we tend to see elevated, uh, we're so careful to be clear. Um, and that that's because of love they have for the flock. Um, so you get this great catechism that it gets forgotten because it, it was short and obviously it didn't have the, just the eminence that the Roman catechism had, but it's cool and you can listen to it um, as you're driving to work or, or read it of course. Um, so I, yeah, I can't recommend that one strong enough. Uh, and then like this whole section of, doctrine i mean literally you know council of trent vatican one ecumenical ecumenical councils before trent um documents of who i've dubbed 11th heaven Pius the 11th um just you know a hero of, of the last century all of it's there you can read it um a ton of the like best traditional bible i mean just these cherished sort of Monuments of Scripture study, like the Haydock Commentary, um, the the, the Lapidate Commentaries on the Gospels, and then a bunch of books, like the books that we were talking about. We should have mentioned before. You don't necessarily have to go online and buy them. A lot of the books are just sitting right in here. I mean, literally, the Rule of Saint Benedict, the Hidden Life of Jesus, um, you know, Confessions of Saint Augustine, sort of the, the sort of first you know, big spiritual classic. It's got the entire summa. Wow. Yeah. And the summa contra Gentiles, which is really hard to find in, in print. Um, and the summa is also available for audio. So you can sit there and listen to, um, or I guess just, just the first few parts of it are the audios there. But you can download it and, and listen, I've never had a lot of success listening to the summa because it's, it's pretty dense. Um, but maybe you could listen.
0: All right. So we had a little bit of Skype issues. That's why Zach was abruptly cut off, but he's back yes. now.
1: Very rude. Very rude. But, um, in my graciousness, I, I forgive you. I guess um, Skype
0: wanted us to move on and stop talking about IPA. To...
1: Yeah, but I'm telling you download. Oh, it's got the liturgical calendar in it. So you can kind of see like you'd, you know, you, this past Sunday, Queen Quijasen Sunday, you could pull up and see those readings. So, um, that's the only other thing I would mention. So yeah, download that one. And really between those two apps, you've got like a whole library of, of just awesomeness in your phone. Um, and just real quick, cause I know we got to move on, but there's a feature on this one to set reminders. And so, you know, let's say you want to pray the Angelus at noon, mm-hmm. you can set that up and the Angelus will pop up on your screen or a smartwatch, uh, at the time that it's supposed to so that you can you can get praying so um you know that's cool that's
0: cool too one one thing i wanted to mention is we were talking about father fryer and the fssp earlier father fryer has an app called imass and it's what's cool about it is it has the missile so if you say you were to wander over to saint victor's and you've Never been to the Mass in Latin before. It has the missile on the app for you. It also has the ability you can watch Mass live from Florida, Mexico, and a couple other places. While when while their Mass is going on, you can actually click and watch it on the app, which is pretty fun. So yeah, that's sorry. It's
1: funny I because I I had met Father Friar. You know a couple times, and his his brother is also a priest, so I actually met his brother first um but uh I had and then I had seen this app separately, and it wasn't until we were playing for this show that you mentioned the connection though um, there's like a full color missile you can buy, and the pictures in it are father friar
0: right so yeah, one
1: guy's famous
0: some one of the guys of a, a friend out here, his brother came into town and he went to the mass and he he had seen that missile that father Fryer was in before and he got really excited during mass and said, that's the guy, that's the priest from the missile. So yeah, it's, that's the, uh, campion missile.
1: Yes. I think so. from, uh, Oh, I feel bad. I'm going blank. The, the, the group that publishes it is, um, Corpus Christi watershed. Um, I think so yeah, plug for that. Uh, that's the app is great. Tuning in, especially when you're traveling and you can't get, if you will you know, can't get to daily mass when you want to go or, you know, you just need to escape, spend a few minutes in heaven. Um, watching the mass is nice. Cause I mean, you'll see Mexico, or whatever. It's the same. It's the same mass, you know, the, it, it it's just, yeah, you just want to do it.
0: Yeah, so that's the the IMAS plug. Check that out. What else we got, Zach? What do you like?
1: Well, um, a devotion that I've noticed a lot of people talking about on Twitter is the what's called the Little Office of the Blessed Virgin Mary. So, briefly, the office is the the prayers that the priests say, priests, nuns, religious. They'll say you know all these different psalms. It changes throughout the year. It's it's excellent right. um a, a simplified version so a little office um is sort of a modified take on that so it's got the same rhythm but you know it doesn't have the variation mm-hmm. or it, you know the psalms are hand-picked to fit a theme so this one is the little office of the blessed virgin mary um, our lady has asked the faithful to pray it if they wear the scapular to get some extra credit with their scapular mm-hmm. um and literally you download this app it's got all of it in, of course, Latin or English. You can pray all the hours of the day. Um, you know, Matins, Lods, Prime, Terse, I'm, I'm butchering the, the Latin. Um, but you can do that. It's got some little a section called Rubrics that teaches you how to say it. And and you can set reminders where you say, okay, I wake up at 7.30. So set, you know, the the morning prayer, Lods, to, to alert me at 7.30 when I wake up. Um, so this one is cool. I, I uh, it's called uh, the Office BVM Blessed Virgin Mary. It's a blue app with a little book, and we'll post the link from at least the iTunes store. And you'll have to tell me if that one's available on Android. I should have should have checked before. So
0: which one is yeah. this? You say
1: Office BVM.
0: And it's an app here. Let's see. Obviously, it's an app. I'm an idiot. Uh, Office. BVM no results found for office BVM
1: sorry guys if you're an Android user you'll have to purchase the Baronius press BVM office of the BVM if you want to join that uh, that devotion so but that one's cool and it's just it's it's easier I guess you could say than the the full divine office slash liturgy of the hours Mm -hmm. Uh, To do that one So Office BVM Do you have another one?
0: I There is the Ignatius Press Bible app
1: Yes Do you have that one? Tell us about that one I don't actually have that one You had mentioned it And I meant to test it out But you had said it was pretty neat
0: Yeah I mean it's no Clash of Clans But (laughs) <laughs> it, is, it is it is fairly interesting it's configuring the bible right now and then it's going to open so you it has daily readings it has the bible obviously and then it has um you can buy talks on there it has you, Fulton Sheen it has all sorts of things it's given it's for some reason it's not opening correctly right now so
1: yeah, if the name makes you a little nervous, um, Ignatius Press is—they're—they're is they're good people. They—they um, they publish uh, a lot of of solid, I mean, they're publishing Denzinger now, so Denzinger is a collection of of all the different, uh, or like a big collection of documents from the church, you know, going back to the times of the apostles. So, right. um, don't be scared by the name Ignatius.
0: So it, yeah, it has, it has all sorts of, uh, all sorts of talks that you can find and. You can poke around and listen to listen to some good stuff. There is a Fulton Sheen app where you can listen to his talks. Now that is uh, wow, yeah, that's called Fulton Sheen. FultonSheen.com. dot com. It has some free ones, and then I think some that you have to pay for, which which is fine. I don't, you know, you. It's always nice to get stuff for free, but kicking a couple bucks good people's way it's it's actually nine dollars it's free for you know a, a limited amount but then it's nine dollars for all of his talks and by all of his talks you know it's in the hundreds so
1: nice um so another one that i really like and it it's come highly recommended is ibrevery. So again, breviary is a book that contains the divine office. The divine office is the prayers themselves. You know, the psalms mm-hmm. that the priests and everyone pray. The book that it's contained in is called the breviary, breviary, um, and the i breviary is one that's got um, all those prayers listed out for you, and it arranges them how they go. So you can sit there and learn how to know what to pray, what days, and how to observe a um, a second class feast of, of one martyr and this and that, or, you know, these, these technology, um, these apps will put these things right in front of you and you can just, you know, pray it, pray it down. And because none of us are under, cause you're probably thinking, Oh, I, I don't know how to pray in Latin. Well, they'll put the Latin on one side, English on the other side. And so you can just pray along in English because you're not, um, you're not bound to pray these in the first place. So you can certainly pray them in your own language, uh, you know, until you've learned the Latin. So, um, that's kind of the uh, the apps that we picked out. So, just a, a quick roll call review for the Catholic ones. Um, Laudate, iMass, I um Office BVM, Little Office of the Blessed Virgin Mary, uh, iBrevery, Fulton Sheen app, and then, did I skip any?
0: I think that's it.
1: Okay. You so said Ignatius Press? Wanted... Oh, yes, Ignatius Press. Yeah. Um, now we said it. Now, the, the two more that I want to point out are not uh, – they're not prayer apps, and um, so, you know, they're a little bit different than the others. But they – I think they're helpful um, as far as putting uh, the teachings of the faith into practice. So one of them is an app called Plugged In. Um, yeah. Plugged In has these very detailed movie reviews based on the moral content of the movie. And – um you know, I like to think of it this way. So it's unfortunate, you know, maybe to, to spoil parts of a movie by reading, you know, what's, what's going to happen. But, you know, imagine you have, you know, a severe gluten allergy or you're allergic to some incredibly common, uh, ingredient in basically every dish served in your country. Um, you would be checking the food labels before you ate. And that would, that would maybe sometimes be kind of a bummer. Um, you know it's fine, it's okay. the movie will be entertaining uh you know, even if you know kind of what's coming and so what what it does is it splits it out into types, and so there's a whole section on um, you know content that that would be a violation of the sixth and ninth commandments uh, and you know it would be good to just to read that and if you if you don't think that you could read that aloud um, you know in front of our lady, then you kind of have to consider if that's the best movie to, to go see. Right. Um, you know, I, I, we've, my friends and I, we've had to pull the plug on a movie as we were walking up to, to buy the tickets as a friend, you know, remembered and, and checked, plugged in. So, uh, it's very detailed. And they also talk about the, the other thing that you should avoid in movies, which is any, uh, instance of, of blasphemy. Um, and so you can check to see, you know, what's going on. I mean, obviously, in, unless you have anger problems, violence is fine. Hmm. Um, and, but I mean, those are real. So, I mean, I'm not discounting that. It just, sure. you know, most people, that's just fine. Uh, but it, it, breaks it down nicely. And, um, so I recommend checking that out before you just kind of go blindly into a movie. Cause a lot of the stuff that they're putting out is, I mean, it's just going it, to, well, I mean, you know, you just, you come out feeling just gross. I mean, some of the stuff and the,
0: you, you I was going to say the Bakers have been reading plugged in for probably twenty years at this point, if not longer. Nice. We've all, we always get it at the house. I I would assume my parents still get it. I don't know exactly, but yeah, it's like is it a
1: thing they mail you?
0: Well, you know, back in the day, they oh that's kind of cool. Yeah, they have they have a a monthly magazine version. It's not. It doesn't have all the movie reviews or the music reviews. It has maybe five or six c d reviews and a couple movie reviews and a few articles and things like that so yeah, that's uh the Baker family has been knowing about that for a long time.
1: I always laugh because i mean so profanity is necessary to avoid that's you know taking something sacred and and profaning it. Um, and then vulgarity is a little bit more of a gray area. Uh, I think it kind of depends on circumstance, but I always laugh cause I'll be like, this movie has four D words
2: and <laughs> <laughs> I don't
1: know, for some reason it, it's, uh, I'm like, whose job is it to sit through and like count all of these or, you know, right. um, and then of course all of the different ways to refer to poo, which, mm. uh, you know, constitutes like half of the. Vulgar words in, in our language, um, so yeah, that one's a but. Here's the thing: let's say a movie fails the test on plugged in because you know it's got just some filth in it, and you know, you know, I mean, you you just kind of want to you kind of want to become more sensitive to that stuff, not less, and you, you know, because it, it's it's so nice to, to like shake off that kind of you know baseness. Um, there's an app that called VidAngel. And I think VidAngel comes to us from the Mormons. Uh, so shout out to any Mormon listeners that we almost definitely do not have. Um, uh, so what mm-hmm. VidAngel does is it actually it's it basically now it's changed. It sits on top of your Netflix and your Amazon Prime. So you open up VidAngel, linked to Netflix and Amazon Prime. You can get this on your phone, tablet, computer, Apple TV, and I I think on like the Amazon sticks and stuff, and. You pick out a movie. Let's say you want to watch, uh, you know, Titanic. All right. Well, there's a there's a scene in Titanic that you know is is not something that we want to put in front of our eyes. Um, You just you can literally flip a switch and all nudity will just be blocked out of any movie that you watch. Um, You can go through and mute all blasphemies, which is important to do. You wouldn't ever want. I mean, God's someone you love, so you wouldn't want to to play a recording of something hateful to him um, you know if you could avoid it and in this case so you just go in you set your filters uh, the audio ones are super slick it just mutes it and then the um, you know the 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 on-stream ones are harder because obviously they you know, there's the technology is not there to like you know put um, appropriate clothing on everybody yeah. so you know it'll skip but again, it's a good way to to you know to to have to protect the custody of your eyes to avoid putting junk in your mind that's that you just don't want there um and to respect the dignity of these actors even when they don't respect it themselves because um you know all of that's there you know all, all of any of those choices they made uh to appear that way you know we have to pray for them and we have to hope that that's something they've repented of, but we also don't we don't join in you know and, and and if they still haven't quite understood their own dignity yet we have to understand it for them and that's part of charity so
2: uh
1: i think vidangel is awesome and it's um it it's changed recently so where it's now set up to where you you do have to have the netflix or the amazon prime subscription um or hbo but it has to be hbo through amazon um and then you can can uh tune in and and block out the uh you know the yuck, uh, and movies without yuck will will make you happy. Is my uh, experience.
0: Sure, there's probably some, you know, you should probably on top of that kind of still be careful of what you watch because there's it. Even though stuff is getting blocked out, there's probably just stuff that you shouldn't watch regardless. Yeah, right? yeah,
1: yeah. I so, think that's so. so like not, the base level. It,
0: it's not licensed to just watch anything and everything, but right. I mean, you've got to always
1: have discernment and yes, like this stuff is just the base level. Like you can filter out blasting, but you you can't filter out, you know, a a movie that, that just oozes, um, greed and, and materiality or, or, you know, you know, values that aren't, that are negative values. Um, you know, yeah, there's a, there's a point where you can't just flip a switch and do it. Yeah. I will say that it's detailed. I mean, it will literally tell you that there are shirtless statues from, you know, like Renaissance statues. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, well, no, I've, this...
0: I've seen I've been in there too and it it is very it is very specific. So
1: Yeah. And it's sort of nice just knowing that that's you you know, you've turned off the filter for, you know, let's say passionate kissing, and you just don't have to worry about about seeing that kind of stuff for the duration of that movie. And it's like a freedom that you probably didn't know was available in this day and age.
2: Right. So,
1: um, that's a cool one that I recommend. Um, it it definitely made it to where there were more movies that could be kind of in the discussion to, to watch. Um, but still, I mean, really think about the movies you watch because a lot of them before, you know, it, I mean, my experience is that if I start watching a bunch of movies, it's like I start spending more money because I just sort of naturally pick up a bunch of you know, like materialism, um, and and just a way of treating people that you see in movies that is just unkind. Um, that, and I don't know where it comes from, but it, it it's you know it, it gets you like you, you you watch it, you put it in front of your eyes, and you kind of just take it all in. So, um, but this at least gets out the like the clearly bad stuff. So the 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 combination of plugged in and VidAngel... Um, is great if you you know uh, you know want to want to watch a movie from time to time. So yeah,
0: there it is.
1: And then also tell them all the apps they can find the Roman Circus podcast,
0: Matt. SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, any podcast app will basically carry it.
1: Yes. Um, I had an idea we're going to do, uh, we're going to set up a YouTube channel, not to necessarily post videos, but there are, uh, I, I, Father Friar himself, the maker of iMass, has a whole series teaching you how to use your missile and follow along in mass. And so
2: mm-hmm.
1: we can like those and make playlists and stuff. I was like, we, you know, cause we didn't get to talk about some cool YouTube series that we recommend, but we'll, we're going to start that. I've decided just now. Hope you're okay with that, Matt.
2: <laughs>
0: Great. Yeah all right well what are what that's the closing remarks well i think we're going to do a mini episode here at the end of the week or in the weekend so we'll have more stuff then
1: yes the official sideshow of the roman circus
0: nice coming up all right well good work this time around zach and have a good start to your Lent, and everybody have a good beginning of Lent, and fight fight on through those initial days of penances, and it'll be be great coming out the back end.
1: Yep, uh, save uh, save a prayer or two for us, and we'll be praying for
2: you.